what pops up a beer or a cold libation Let me tell you how I wrote this little theme I went and took a call from brother Jason And he tells me that he has a little dream He says he needs a backwards intro to begin his podcast And I ask him what you got He said I'll start off with some talking And some moody clips of popcorn fighting Fantasy explorations and some groundness exploitation Kickstarts that I'm watching and some blind unboxing Full month horror movie marathon Sometimes I'll let the dogs come on Contest and of course you know it's all about games I said slow down let's just start with the name It's the Nerds RPG Variety Podcast With the other Jason Welcome back Nerds RPG Variety Cast I'm your host Jason I have a couple calls from Barney And from Eric Regarding last episode So I'm going to play those and then I'm going to read an important part of the rules that I overlooked last episode. And again, we're talking about Cyberpunk Red's IP system, their improvement point system, and how it's tied into play styles. If I had actually, you know, falls back to that reading is fundamental thing. If I had read all the rules, then it wouldn't have caused these confusions. But I'm going to play the calls, and then I'll let you know what the rules actually say. Hi Jason, I'm just doing some cooking, frying some mushrooms and chopping some peppers Um, and I've just really enjoyed listening to your cyberpunk red offering to the Ludic Behemoth. Yes, very interesting and thank you ever so much for really taking on that idea. Um, I really need to do something with it at some point but it's there, it's happening, it's all happening and you're, you're, you're... you're contributing to that so thank you ever so much for that it's good fun and it's really nice to hear what people have as ideas um um oh i wanted to say something about cyberpunk red and that contribution i do think it is a really nice idea the thing that strikes me as a little bit of an initial problem is when i play i certainly want to do more than one thing. I want to have more than one style of play. And it might be that that changes from session to session, perhaps depending on the adventure, or my mood, or those kinds of things. So I, my first thought, which is really all I have, is that maybe you could, you could pick a major one and a minor one, if you like. Um, I don't know how that would work with, with, with giving the rewards, but I do think there's a bit more than just one. We, we, as players, we are often more than just one type of player. We have more than one play style. Bye! Hey, Jason, Eric Salswiddle here, Omega 3D Chicken Coop, calling in because you inspired an interesting thought in my head. I was listening to your last episode, um where Barney and Arlen called in to talk about dice rolling. And at the very end, you mentioned um, the discussion on house rules. And you talked about, you know, adding house rules, and if you change the game so much, are you really even playing the game anymore? And you brought up an example of, you know, about two-weapon fighting and and creating rules for that. Well, it, it created a thought in my head. If the game is missing a rule, or silent on a rule, and you add a ruling or create something that works for your table because let's say the game doesn't have rules for two-weapon fighting. It doesn't explicitly say anywhere in the rule book, 
hey, two-weapon fighting is not allowed in this game, it just simply doesn't cover it, and you create a rule. Is that in the same vein as the house rules we're talking about now? If you have to create a bunch of rules to fill in gaps because your players want to do things, are you changing the game then? Or are you simply just filling in the gray areas that the game designer has either intentionally or unintentionally left behind for you. Anyway, it was an interesting thought. Um, I don't have an opinion one way or another right now. At least I don't think. I might be leaning a certain way, but I'd be curious to hear what your thoughts are on it and potentially the horde of the varietyites. The, what, what are your minions called that listen to you? Doesn't everyone have like what they call their, their minions that listen to their shows? Or maybe that's just hops. Anyway, uh, I'd love to hear your thoughts, man. Later. Thank you again for those calls. I was Barney of the Local Lotus Podcast and Eric of the 3D Omega Chicken Coop Podcast. And let me actually read the rest of the rules to you guys. I didn't intentionally leave them out last time. Might have got a little distracted. Um, so when you're going through this list of questions to pick out your primary play style, the f- box of the most circles is your primary but the box of the second most circles is your secondary play style. So you do have a primary and secondary play style. And then I'm going to just read you two paragraphs about earning improvement points. I should have read these yesterday. After game session, the GM awards all players improvement points based on how successful they were in their mission. If the mission was finished, successfully or unsuccessfully, the players gain improvement points based on their group success, taking the value from the group column. Unless they did something the GM considered stand out from one of the other play styles that would award them more points. If the players didn't finish the mission, they're awarded IP based on their secondary or primary. Their, yeah. If they didn't finish the mission, they get IP based on their primary or secondary play styles. Unless they did something the GM considered stand out from one of the other play styles that w- would award them more points. So it looks like. Each session, you only get points from one column at the end of each session. You'll either get it from the group column or from a play style column, which may be your primary, it might be your secondary, it might be a different one. So it looks like pretty much you've got five columns, and whatever column you know you satisfy the requirement for the highest amount of points, that's what you get, but you only get that. So each session, you're only going to get between 10 and 80 points, you know, you, you only get points from one place. It just depends which, what is the highest value you you qualified for. So you don't get the group and your play style. And if you did, you know, you satisfied a higher requirement in one of the other play styles and you get those points. And I know I'm saying that clumsily, but and hopefully you kind of get what I'm saying here. So it's not exactly what I thought the other day, but it's, I don't know, it's interesting. So I guess it, it still lets you, it lets you adjust your play style on the, on the fly, which is good. It lets group, working together as a group and doing good at your mission, you know, that comes out. But if you do a couple different things really well, you're only going to get rewarded for one of those things. You're not ever going to get rewards from multiple columns in the same session. So, interesting. Um, Better than I thought yesterday. And not necessarily bad, just different. Um, So, there you go. So, I'm going to let you go. I just wanted to put that out there real quick as an amendum 
or addendum to you, you know actually read you the rest of the rules since I only gave you an incomplete view yesterday. I hope you have a great rest of your weekend. If you have any questions or comments, you can reach me on Anchor using a voice message. Email me at nerdsrpgvarietycast at gmail.com and I can play your message because that message from Eric was one that was emailed into me. So I want to thank Ray Otis for the art, TJ Drennan for the opening song, and I will talk to you guys next time.